Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We coolin' out. Yo, welcome back. Another week of cooling out. We are Kev. back. My boy Kev. It's me, Rel. We got a special guest with us. We got Richard Picasso from yeah. the Bronx, an artist from the Bronx. What's up, man? What's good? What's good? What's up, man? How, how are you, man? I'm doing good, man. A little commute, a little difficult commute here, but I got here. Yeah, you said it yeah. took you over an hour to get down here. I'm just, I mean, we're just glad that you came through, you know? Yeah. Oh, of course, of course, man. You know, I always wanted to show some love out here. I got... Heard about you guys. I've seen some of your stuff, like through your social medias. Yeah. I'm great, grateful for the opportunity to be here. Yeah, Thank I appreciate you. that, yeah. man. Uh, our mutual friend, yes. Yeah. So, can you just uh, just give the people just just tell people a little bit about yourself, like you know where you're from, uh, your music, all that stuff. Okay. Well, my name is Richard Picasso. I named that after like one of my favorite painters, Pablo Picasso. Just a little different with the spelling. Uh-huh. You know, I'm from the Bronx, born and raised. Uh, you know, been I would classify myself as you could say a a perf- entertainer mixed with a lyricist uh. because I combined like my skills of yo-yoing of over fifteen plus years with my rap skills of about probably less than five years. Mm. Nick. Yeah, let's just jump right into it. Then. <laughs> yeah, because that, that what, what I heard on record. This is it's like a fanatic, frantic pace energy and then it's not to, just in person though you're just pretty like reserved yeah. reserved laid back like yeah, what happens when you turn <laughs> I, I, I get, I get that a lot get in the booth and just go nuts go I was like did I got the right <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like one of those things because you gotta like treat it like you know it's like a job it's like it's like okay I'm on, I'm on the stage or I'm in the studio I gotta get into that type of mode where I gotta get ready like okay get crazy ah, nah, nah. or like for a record ah, ah, ah. like depending on like yeah. where he's not where exaggerating ladies and gentlemen check out his records sorry go ahead yeah so like yeah, if, as you know you already know so yeah. if you hear like my records and stuff it's like some are like very very high and then they get like real low and then sometimes they get serious so it's a matter of me just like switching up and doing what I have to do for you know, pretty much to get people interested in what I'm doing. <laughs> That's cool. So, uh, more so about the yo-yo and how did you wait ahead, before we get off Kevin, the music? How, yeah, how did you get your style? And oh, I, like, I, I listened to a lot of '90s records. I would say some like a little bit from the '80s, like a little bit Big Daddy Kane, like EMPD, and I kind of evolved into like 
finding myself when it came to how I see myself as an artist, like through Eminem, Red Eminem. Man. That's, that's, that's what I call it. I call yeah. a lot of M yeah. listening to your project. So it's like it's like an Eminem flow by combining mixed with like a Red Man and Busta Rhymes. Mm, yes, that's, that's the best way I can describe the way I, I rap. Definitely agree. Okay, yeah. Wow. So I want to ask about the Yo-Yo one, but then I also want to ask how that relates to your music and how you bring that into your music. Like so, like just tell us quickly, like why Yo-Yo win? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I would say Yo-Yo win is my second way of expressing myself besides using my rhymes. To express myself, it was kind of my escape. It was pretty much yo-yo was like my cigarette. Like mm-hmm. without it, like I need to do it. It was like kind of like a relaxer when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when you come from a neighborhood where there's like a lot of crime and there's like a lot of you know pretty much as soon as you walk out of your door something bad happens. Where are you or from? The Bronx. Okay, it's like the area of the Bronx where I where I'm from and was you know not always Candyland. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, eventually you got to try to find, like, your own escape. And when you can't really go outside during most hours of the evening, yeah. you, you kind of find other outlets to entertain yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I found it through yo-yoing. And, you know, people at first, like, oh, it's really dope. It's really cool. You know, others would think, like, oh, my God, that's weird. What the hell's wrong with this guy? So in my experience, in my, over the years, you know, I made, like, the right friends that set me for who I was when it came to, like, yo-yoing and... You know, they figure it's a part of me. Like, I can talk about Yo-Yo longer than I could, like, <laughs> like any. I can hold a conversation with Yo-Yo longer than any other conversation you probably ever know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's what's so fascinating. What is it about Yo-Yoing exactly? What? I don't know. I just see it as a way of, of me talking without using words. Mm. Like, I can, like, create. It's like I create, like, my own masterpiece. Like, creating a trick that nobody else can do, like, and watching people's faces when I make like when they when they see their like sorry when I see their like expressions when I do like certain tricks mm-hmm. yeah and it's like wow they actually like it's like registering their brain like wow this is something really cool like mm-hmm. this is something awesome but in my head it's like I'm trying to talk to you like with my fingers pretty much or through like doing a trick over my shoulder or doing it under my legs or doing it behind my back or through my neck. Gotcha. It's like a way of me saying like, hey, how you doing? I'm Richard Picasso. How are you? How was your day going? Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. It's like, I was, <laughs> it's like I was asking how's your day going through my trick. <laughs> ah. So like when you're on stage, like are you like when you're performing your music, do you integrate the yo-yo into your, your live performances? Oh, or? absolutely. It's pretty, I would consider myself like well, in my only the yo-yo rapper, I pretty much do like a demonstration, usually to a very popular music. It could be something old, like something new. Recently, I've been using a lot of Excuse Queen. Before, before the movie, I was using a lot of Queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, the movie was really good. Definitely check it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I would do like any type of song and then like yo-yo to it. And then I would slowly transition into my music, like like any one of my songs that's like really popular that people love. Mm. Are you as energetic on stage as you are in your recordings? Yes, I absolutely am. I'm just, like, right now you see me, it looks like I'm very reserved and shy, but, like, it's like one of those things when an artist gets on stage, like, all that goes away. Yeah. It's like you could truly be yourself and connect more with the crowd than you could with just, like, like right now it's just us two people in a room, but yeah. I actually feel more comfortable when there's a lot of people staring at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you mentioned that you've been yo-yo, yo-yoing for 15 plus years now. How long have you been uh, making music? 
Uh, for since 2014, January 2nd, 2014. Oh, it's so, a first time in the studio. Oh, so what sparked that? What sparked the? I'm going to start making music. Like, what? what Where did that come from? I would say it started around 2012 when I was like in in college trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I I have a bachelor's in economics, but. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things where you feel like you chose the wrong major later on down the line. Yeah. And my friend, he was a songwriter for for Sony. Like he was going, for, I think, for music production at that point in time. And he was like, hey, like I do songwriting. You want to try to give it a shot? Because he also knows that I do poetry on the side. Oh. Like I always had like a green book that I would just write random poetry. He's like, hey, maybe you can try to do some work with that. So he recommended me to a few people. The ultimately didn't work out until I eventually landed on my current producer, whose name is Cause. Shout out to Cause and Coalition Entertainment. They're mm-hmm. based out of Yonkers. They recently just moved to the Bronx, and I've been working with that man ever since for two albums and two mixtapes. And now I'm currently working on a third. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> what is it about him? Um, this is how do you guys connect? He's it? very patient with me. I'm one of those people that's like a perfectionist when it comes to being in a studio. So it's like if I hear this, other times I've been with producers and I wanted like a particular sound or wanted to change certain parts of a beat or maybe if add certain parts of a beat and I could just tell in their face that they're very frustrated and then like the, the, the room just feels like negative yeah yeah and it's people. like oh my god like i know i'm giving him a hard time it's like so you could tell it's like they're pressing the button and going like yeah can you can you kind of do that and it's like Ugh, oh my yeah. god <laughs> but like with him it's like i i could i could do it probably a hundred times straight and he'll just be like okay 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 i'm like god i love this guy <laughs> <laughs> god what um so when you're doing live performances you said you start off with the yo-yo then you go right into the music Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to visualize this like does the yo-yo get back get get (laughs) integrated i'm like i'm like no i'm I'm like genuinely (laughs) trying to picture this like yo-yo rap and then yo because those two things just don't like generally go together they don't (laughs) (laughs) they they don't at all but it's more like if you've ever been to a circus Soleil show if like it's like a circus where you give a performance and you bow your head. So it's like you're giving like a circus performance and then all of a sudden you're just randomly switching into some like hardcore rugged basement hip hop stuff. Yeah. Like in the snap of a finger. So the way I would like say transition from the yo-yos to the hip hop in that instant would be like a certain noise or something like really famous. Like what I like to do is after I finish yo-yo win, like, you know, quick applause. I would always do like a Goku Kamehameha to the crowd. Yeah. And then it would just transition like after he does it, it just goes right into my music. So it's like a perfect transition. But are you doing that with the yo-yos on your finger? Um, I would take it off real quick before oh, okay. I set up like my performance pieces a certain way that, you know, I could prepare like, okay, I got to put this down because it's kind of hard to yo-yo with. It's kind of, it's hard to hold the mic when there's like a yo-yo, yo-yo in your head. Yeah. I'm really intrigued to see you yeah. perform live. Oh, you coming this Saturday? Yeah. Of yeah. Course, of course we're coming this Saturday. Quick hey. plug, uh, the NYC Grind event is yeah. going to be in Ridgewood, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have the exact address off the top yes. of my head, but we'll get it before we close the show out. Irving, oh, one, you have it. The 1001 Irving Avenue. Yep, Saturday night. You see this man perform live amongst a, a bunch of other creatives, but you'll be there. Yes. Um, let's get back to your music. So, like, what's 
what inspires you like when you're making music oh it's multiple things i can be bored and be inspired i could eat be at wendy's ordering food and be inspired i could be at work doing my job and be inspired all of a sudden you know when it comes to music it's pretty much just based on my experience to life like you know you go in a, you be in a relationship you get inspired or you're going through problems like arguing with your parents, you get inspired. <laughs> or, you know, if you see something really messed up, like you know some, a close friend that's got killed, you write about it. Mm-hmm. Or you you see like a, a house coming burning down, you be inspired. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my way of thinking. I don't know how other people get their, get their inspiration, but I pretty much get inspired from anything. Like right now, I could be inspired by writing, writing talking about this podcast yeah like randomly and just call it like two guys in a mic wow. <laughs> it's actually pretty clever that was quick <laughs> two guys cooling down in the podcast something like that like some quick quick like quirky tile it could be like an interlude it could be an intro like i would use like this whole like this whole podcast this whole podcast we're doing right now and just use it like for interlude and just chop it up in certain parts and put it on my album in certain like snippets dang <laughs> It's, it's, it's interesting <laughs> to see like how like artists and creatives how how their minds work because my mind isn't like that. Mine is like very like logical like blah 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 like A B equals C. Whereas I can tell like your mind is like very like racing and rap and rapid and like I can tell like just even listening to your music mm-hmm. it's like very high high energy. energy. Like I was at work and I was like damn like yeah. I was, it was just something I wasn't <laughs> expecting. But it was, it was it was a pleasant surprise though. It was like it was very interesting. Um, and I, I would say very unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would second that because it keeps the listener engaged. Yeah. It's yes. like you got people that just talk like monotone and laid back and like you can lose the listener with you. And then <laughs> some of the things you were saying, I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all yeah. right. I noticed a common uh, a common theme was some hatred for um, Donald Trump. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Good old D Trump. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, not. The guy, not my president. Hashtag not my president. Yeah, <laughs> I, I sense that from the music. I mean, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. Well, let's. Well, we'll see when it comes to 2020. What what the outcome will be? Hopefully, it's not him. But at the same time, it's like we can't hope for somebody worse. You know what I mean? I don't think we can have it. <laughs> Honestly, pray not. I mean, I- we'll see. Get out there and vote. Please know who you're. Democrat, if you're a Democrat, know who your Democrats are, know your Republicans. Even third-party candidates, they even get a shot, too. Yeah. It's like even in the last election, what people don't know is, like, if 5% of the, like, campaign funds goes towards third parties, they get an extra $10 million towards their next presidential campaign. Like, that's how it worked out when it came to the runs for George H.W. Bush and for Dwight Eisenhower. Oh, yeah. You learned something new. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just just a little factual, little facts I've learned like studying the campaigns and stuff. You seem very well versed in different er- like in so many different areas of life. Is that come from you just like reading a lot? Like where does all this knowledge? Believe it or not, I do not read at all. Yeah. <laughs> I probably the last book I remember fully reading from start to finish was this book my dad gave me for my birthday like five years ago, and it was pretty much called like I think it was called like how to get through life just 10 chapters pretty much talking about how to how to like interact with people like how how you're supposed to feel when it comes to certain situations till ultimately the last chapter is you're gonna die 
So it's like, you got to accept it. You got to learn to, you know, like ultimately, you don't never, you don't know when you're going to die. Like, you just a matter of like, what have you done up to the point when you die? It's like, if I lead this, like this podcast right now, like, will I die? I don't know. But I want to I mean, know. We hope not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not hoping for any. Like hope. Yeah, not, no, yeah, I'm yeah. just. I'm not trying to throw that into the universe. But it's like you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't know what the next few minutes are going to bring you. That's very true. It's just a matter of like for me. It's like I want to try to leave something that I know that I'm happy. So it's like whether I go to heaven, hell, or purgatory, I know I left something here. Like with my music, I left something here when it came to yo-yo. Like I do a lot of community work. I want to know that I tried my best to get back to my community. Mm-hmm. I want to know that I made my mom and dad proud. Mm-hmm. I want to know that I made my sister proud. I want to know that, like my friends, you know, see me as some type of inspiration. That, mm. you know, I can I made some type of impact in their lives. Like we don't all have to impact the world. Like affecting somebody can mean the world to them. That's one of my quotes I live by. Boss, oh. mm-hmm. deep. How'd you get connected with uh, Safael and NYC Grind? Woo, we go back. I'm probably like about two, three years ago. Like uh-huh. she had like a, a dark patch before, like about roughly two years ago. And she was just like moving around, like trying to organize. She had like this like headpiece, like telling people what to do and stuff. And she just randomly like, Bump, like bumped into me while I was yo-yoing and she's like wow that's really cool and you know we we talked like a quick 30 seconds she was like oh how you liking the art show I, it was a lot of hard work and I was like yeah you did a great job this is really awesome and you know it, it, within that moment you know we you know we had like quick you know minute conversation and then you know she ran the show and then I went back next year and, the, and throughout like the year I kept seeing her at other showcases mm-hmm. and you know it was a quick high by you know so and then we eventually like follow each other on IG and you know we'll like each other's stuff. I'll see her stuff. She'll see my stuff, mm. and it got to right now the point where you know she had an audition for the first time this year because before I guess you know she was like choosing who she wanted to be performance, mm-hmm. and you know she knew me well. It's always love, like always a big hug, nice smile. You know, it's always, it's always love when it comes to Safi and you know. She had the audition and I signed up and I gave it all I can. I actually performed with a, a hype man, a little person who's a hype man. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, he came with me and we killed it. And, you know, she got back to me and said, You got it. I'm like, Oh, congrats. <laughs> I was so happy. And, well, because it's like to be, because to see how she's grown, yeah, you know, as a person, like not only as a promoter, but as a, like a human being. Like her, like really on her grind from even when she talks about it from her, like doing it in the like from a basement of a church, like yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that's inspiring because there's like a picture she always shares, like it's just like her and it was she said it was like what ten people mm-hmm. in that that big giant basement to now like last year I, that whole place was filled with like at least seven hundred plus. Yeah, that that, the, that warehouse is huge yeah. and there's no space to move in there. Yeah. So it's crazy and then to be honored wow. to perform there, it's like But it's not even you know, it, it's I would take it a step further because mm. it's not even like the fact that you're performing there. It's the fact that you won the contest. Mm. Like so that means like your skills mm. obviously outshined other people's skills mm-hmm. because your skill set allowed mm-hmm. you to win the contest to be mm-hmm. able to perform there. Yes. Because before it used to, we, we've, we've gone to one before 
uh, and before it was more so like, oh yeah, like okay, I'll choose you, I'll choose you. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, all right, well, this is the first time she's had a contest and you mm-hmm. won. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a big deal. Congratulations, man. Yes, I appreciate it. And definitely shout out to the. I think they chose one more person to perform to. I think they, she chose two. It was like me and then somebody else. I'm not sure because there's another. There was another two people. I think one of their groups' names like. I don't want to get their name wrong. It's like Sayun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We're gonna um, actually have them on the podcast yes. as well. Yes. And then the other group, the other group is Star Chasers. Yes. Yes, we're gonna. Yes. We got all three. In yes, the I. Yeah. I seen all the. I seen like this stuff, and they're incredibly talented. Like yeah. having a rock and roll group, and then like having a a reggae duo group like that. It's like freaking mm. phenomenal. Like I like you could tell this show is just. It's not only just us, and just it's an honor for us to all perform and be there yeah and not only for safi but you know for the pe- people of new york and all the creators that's going to be there yeah that's it's, it's definitely going to be dope man i can't wait <laughs> what's so, your mindset approaching the performance oh god i got rehearsal set up for this thursday and friday oh that's mm. real each of three hours like like, like i take my craft seriously that- <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm not one of those let's just get on the mic rap and go home yeah because like, as you'll see, like when you, like I don't want to give too much away, but there will be some. No, I'm excited <laughs> to see it all, man. I'm not even lying to you. So there's gonna be a lot of theatrics. Let's just say okay. that, and you might get you might get a few jump scares. Let's just say that. Mm. <laughs> so watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> so, six hour preparation. That's impressive. So yeah. tell me like a little bit more about your process because you, you mentioned slightly like, you know, you're dealing with, you working with your producer mm-hmm. and how he's very patient with you mm-hmm. and like you're kind of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Like, does that make it harder for you to, to record music because it takes you so long? So like when you're putting together a full length album or project, mm-hmm. does that make it harder that because you're such, such a perfectionist and you have like this one sound in your head or the, this one way you mm-hmm. want something to sound like, mm-hmm. does that normally make the process longer? It, it does make it longer, but at the same time, it makes it more worthwhile because it's quality. Because if I just like give it a first run shot, like if I go with the first rhyme I say, or I go with this type of sound, I'm not going to personally feel satisfied mm. because it's not only that I don't like it, I know people are not going to like it either. It's like, oh, I could have said it this way with a lot more, like, like more bass or do it a little bit more kooky. And that's just not me. And like for me to work my for my producer to deal with you know the constant playbacks and you know changing the sound a little bit like oh distort my voice like this or if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I try to move my sound over here, or maybe if you add like this drum, or maybe a plane sound, or a spaceship rock, like rocking it in this, rocking it off, or like a car going vroom, like yeah. add these, like find all these sounds like through YouTube and or find it like in this like giant vocabulary of beats and to put it all together and to be like working on one song. I think the early, the quickest we worked on one song was like, I think. 50 minutes and then the longest song we took was like six and a half hours Sheesh. so how long does the average project take for you to complete uh i would say each project took me about a little over a year like wow. my last project took me a year and two months i started december 2016 and it finally wrapped up february 2018 wow but with this but that one it was more like a learning experience for me too because i learned that i was still like searching for beats or getting beats made by my producer and just writing at this point in time. Like for this third album, I already had like four months of downtime just writing and searching for beats. Mm -hmm. Like I already have like 11 songs recorded in less than two months now. So it's like a quicker turnaround than my last two projects. Mm -hmm. So how often do you write? Like on average, would you say? Uh, I I would definitely say every single day, like at least... I always try to like, like if I have like a song and I'm working on like, you know, a hook or like trying to get a 16, it's like I think of like at least always writing at least two lines per day so I can at least have the song completed by a week. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, seven days in the week, two lines, you at least get 14. And then like by, you know, extra day, you get the 16. And then the next day, think of the hook. Just constantly download the beat. Play it in, like play it a hundred times while you're on the train, mm. while you're going home, while you're eating dinner, while you're working out, while you're playing with your dogs, while you're with your girl. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's pretty much like the time and effort that goes into just one song, let alone trying to get 15, 20 songs done. Gotcha. So 
when you initially, when your friend initially, the, the, the your old friend from college who used to work at Sony writing music, yes. when he first mentioned to you, hey, I think you should you should make music, mm-hmm. did it just initially click to you? What was that process like from you transitioning from, you know, writing poetry mm-hmm. and your green book to like putting together full-fledged songs? I had absolutely no idea what to do. Yeah. Like, it's like, how do I turn these into like lyrics or, you know, into like rhymes? So I would... Like sit down, pace myself. I found like certain YouTube videos, like how to like how to rap. You could say type videos, and I would also go to my sister, who's also an amazing like poet. Mm-hmm. Like she would, she was writing way before, long before I was getting into poetry. So I would ask her for advice on how to do it. Until eventually, I came into my own and started working with a lot of other artists that I'd met at like open mics, mm-hmm. like in the early years, like when I started like in 2014, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you know, this is how you do it. This is their process. So you, you kind of build off of each other and then it just like clicks in your head, like, okay, maybe if I try, try it like this way, like how they do it, I can eventually blend it and innovate it and make it my own. Mm. So how did you find your style? How long did that take? Uh, roughly throughout, well, from the, from the beginning of 2014 to, I would say, about the fall of 2015, I kind of developed into my own, I would say. Mm-hmm. Because also during the day, I just graduated from college, so I was still looking for a job. So there was mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, just mostly working, trying to pay all credit card bills, buying a lot of dumb stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now nah, we all been there. Trust yeah, me. It doesn't stop. <laughs> so I just kept, you know, writing and writing and working with, my producer just trying to develop my sound like if you we actually have like my still my earlier earlier recordings like when i first started like yeah. the sound is like the way i'm talking right now is like how i used to rhyme like just thinking uh. like this is the way i should rhyme like in this type of tone with no feeling and no type of like like you don't get no emotion from my voice until it eventually became like this when i started raising my voice and changing it up Gotcha. That's the person I know. Yeah, I'm about to say <laughs> that. That's, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so it's a matter of just going through stages and, you know, eventually, you know. When's that moment when it clicked? Like, you know, okay, I got it. I would say listen to a lot of early, early 90s, like a lot of Wu-Tang, a lot of Eminem, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, Redman at that time. I was playing like Muddy Waters, like crazy. I was playing the Slim Shady LP like crazy. I was playing Genesis by Busta Rhymes like crazy. Mm. And then it's like, it's like you sit there and you go like, oh, snap. Like, I got it. I think I got it. So and then you hit, I hit up my producer and it's like, this is how I want to post this record. Does mm. rapping like that hurt your, hurt your throat? Um, sometimes. I'm okay. not going to lie, especially when you have to really raise your voice. It's like, sometimes you, like, you might give me a minute let me... You'd be like, hey, give me a water, or you get out the studio, clear your throat. But, you know, over time, you eventually kind of get a little used to it, and it doesn't hurt as much, especially, like, I actually have a current record right now that I'm straight, like, screaming, like, on some 6 9 <laughs> It's like if Eminem had a 6 9 type of rap, like, I'm going, like, ah, da, 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 da. that took literally about three hours. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a song that, it's going to be on my next album. It's called Murder. <laughs> convenient <laughs> no, I don't, yeah. don't want to go too into detail what it's about but it's 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 a cool record like yeah. it's actually one it's actually one of the first records where you truly like actually see me at my loudest louder than probably any record you heard me do so far murder 
when when is this album expected to to drop? I'm hoping for 2019, like like toward maybe the end of 2019, because with this album, I want to try to make it like have four music videos and have a short film that goes with it. Mm. And I already have like the idea. The album's called Lucis Naturae. It means freaking nature in Latin. And pretty much it's the idea of where I take a hit of like a golden, a golden blunt. Mm-hmm. And then like I, it, it doesn't hit me like, oh, nothing happens until I go to sleep that night and I wake up. And I'm naked in the forest with a, like a crocheted pig. That's like my best friend, like Wilson and Castaway. <laughs> and I meet all these animals like that are human animals, like a monkey, a turtle, a deer, a fox. And they teach me like life lessons while making me go through certain challenges to help me learn myself. So it's like every song going to represent. Yo. Yes, every song is going to represent like an attachment of who I am. So it's like murder. Like, I ain't going to lie. It's like you know, one of the things you think of murder, but you don't do it. Yeah. So it's like, it's like what if, let me dive into my killing side. Let me dive into, let me dive into my softer side. Like I want to talk about homosexuality. I want to talk about suicide. I want to talk about like the stages I went through in my life with my parents. I want to talk about everything yeah. that helped me me who I am that makes me feel like yeah I'm really a freak of nature wow that's yeah you have to be very open but even I think wow how did that come to yeah, you yeah like just the concept of the entire album itself is a very <laughs> uh, it came together unique <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ultra creative yeah it's, it's super creative it's like Yes, so it came together pretty much around the time I wrapped up my last album Mm -hmm. because it was more like with my first two albums, it was more me just having fun, kind of giving a little bit what people expected of me when it came to the way that I rhymed, but I never really talked about certain things like Mm -hmm. with a true message. Like I have some, like some records where I have like a small message, but never like in depth throughout an entire song. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if you hear, like, my first song, oh, my God, there's the message, the only message you could probably grab there is that I'm crazy <laughs> and I hate <laughs> Donald Trump. Like, that's not really a message that I'm portrayed as, as you can see right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's more to me than just me hating Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. There's more to me than just uh, talking about my experience when I first went to an open mic. There's more to me than just, like, talking about things in the Bronx. Like, so I wanted this next album to be more, like, ooh. I really am like, like it's like who I am, and then it's who I really am. It's like you go to work, and it's like you're not this at work all the time. Like you only not do it because it's the job. Yeah. But then like outside of work, you know who you really are. <laughs> like your friend, your true friends know who you really are. Yeah. Your girl may not know who you really are, but your friends know who you really are. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Chill. I don't know what you're <laughs> nah, babe, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> So essentially, like you want this next project to be like. You, I'm sorry. Okay, oh, take You didn't answer. How did that come to you, though? Oh, it came to me pretty much like when I was sitting with one of my best friend of over ten years I know since college, and he was like, "You ever thought about just making an album, like saying who you really are?" Because he's like, "He's like, don't get me wrong. I love your first two albums. Great. It's like, like I know who you are." Most of those songs, that's not really you. Mm. It's like, you should probably make an album where you express who you really, really are. It's like, you know who you are? You're like a, like an enigma. 
like a Lucis Naturae. I'm like, what the hell is a Lucis Naturae? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it means freaking nature. And it's like, don't call me off while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just because you really are like a freaking nature because people see you as like a yo-yo rapper and think that's like, oh, you're, you're combining like two, like something that nobody really knows about, which is yo-yo, which is something everybody really knows about. And you're making it like your own. Like you found a lane for yourself that, I don't think nobody in this world is ever going to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, you should just talk about, like, the stages of how you became who you are. And I was like, all right, I'll get to work on it. So we started recording back just, just this past October, so less than two months. So hopefully I'm trying to hopefully get everything done before I have, like, a big showcase in France in February. Okay. Congrats, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm trying to get everything done, mostly everything done by then. Uh-huh. And then, like, Mars just work on, like, probably the promotion and then start to get into work on the short film. Like, look for actors, actresses, mm-hmm. and get the script down because I'm working with another – I'm working with a screenwriter who actually does – works with, like, a lot of small plays mm-hmm. to see if he can help me, like, set up, like, you know, like, the voice, like, what the, what the actors say and what they do and stuff because – I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the next step after the project is completed. Oh, so it's like going to be essentially like a diary or like an open book of your entire life. Yes. Hmm. We're all loose as naturalized. We're all different in some way. Yeah. Y'all, y'all loose loses naturalized. I mean, if you think so, <laughs> I'll take it. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's, there's something unique about both of you that probably nobody in this world has that you both only have. <laughs> it's funny you say that because <clears throat> when you first said it, I was like, no. <laughs> See? Like, that's my thought. It was like, See? no, but it's because maybe I'm not as in tune with myself as you, you are with are, yourself. Yeah. Yes. And that's, but that's why I think, like, you know, the idea, even the concept behind your next project is so dope because. Mm-hmm. You have to really be in tune with yourself, yes, to be able to to be able to create, you know, an album like that. Because if I, even if I like tried to sit down and write down my life and how I got to this point, I would either be leaving something out, or <laughs> over no, or, or, or over time, I, I, you know, you you fabricate some stuff about your life and mm-hmm. you start to believe it, and mm-hmm. like yeah. and like just dots wouldn't wouldn't connect no. all the way to get to how I got to this point. So I think it's pretty dope that you're about to do a whole project where, you know, you just outline your life and how you got to Richard Picasso. Yes, it's pretty much going to be like J. Cole's 24 T4 Souls Drive, but mm. on acid. Okay. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. I can't wait. I, like me and my producer are having so much fun making all these new songs. It's yeah. crazy. And it's pretty much the next level of Richard Picasso. Gotcha. Yeah, um, your actual bars, your lyricist, mm-hmm. uh, your lyricism. Like, what do you think? Like, how do you stack up? Mm-hmm. How would you describe? Like, if somebody, are you just like, you know, I'm a casual rapper, or you're like, nobody wants it with me. Like, no. Like, how good would you say you are? I would say that, like, if you give me the mic, I'll do a quick sixteen, like, no problem, and give you something with a message that you can feel. But at the same time, I'm not going to be braggadocious about it. Like, I'm always humble. Like, even with artists that, you know, when I go to showcases and see how they perform or hear some of their records, like, it's like, you don't want to be rude and be like, I'm not really feeling that. Yeah. It's like maybe they haven't honed their skills up to a point where 
they feel comfortable with their own record that mm-hmm. they probably need some help or some advice with. Because I had artists, like, I've been to showcases before, and they'll see me perform, and they're like, oh, my God, that's great. How did you, like, how did you come up with this lyric, or how did you come up with this type of beat? And then, like, I'll tell them how to do it. Like, this is my process, how I do it. And they'll run along with the advice. They'll come. My studio is always open for anybody that wants to come. Mm-hmm. You know, I show them how I do it. Or I'll go to their studio and I'll show them how to do it in their own studio so they can feel comfortable. Mm. Are you competitive? Uh, I would say no. <laughs> to a certain extent, no. <laughs> no? So, like, so like when, when you're performing Saturday night, you're not going to try to be the best performance that night? It's... Oh, I'm definitely gonna be the best performance, guaranteed. You see, there you go. That's what I'm like. That's you have to have a certain uh, certain amount of confidence and cockiness to to get to that level. Yeah, so it's like you know the word cockiness to me. It's like it makes me feel like I'm an asshole a little mm-hmm. bit. It's like I know in my heart I'm not an asshole. Like if you ever like sit down and chill with me or have dinner with me, like I'm the most chill, humble guy. I want to learn your life more than you want to learn my life. Yeah, it's like. Like, I understand when it comes to, like, especially hip-hop, and especially being from New York hip-hop. Mm-hmm. It's all about big competition. Like, nobody really wants to help each other. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to feature. Sadly. Unfortunately, and I think we definitely a lot more of that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I've been... It's like one of those things where, like, I know artists that constantly hit me up in DMs all the time to go to all their showcases, their album releases, promote their singles, but then... When you're dropping something, they don't show no type of love or even like a photo uh, or nothing. Yeah, we we we, we experienced that too. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So it's like you know, I just try my best to be humble. It's like you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not one of those, I'm not one of those type of artists that wants you reaches out to you like, hey, can you promote my stuff? I know how to promote my own stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a simple posting on Instagram, putting it on Facebook, like. It doesn't matter. Like, follows don't mean nothing nowadays. Just because yeah. you're verified everywhere doesn't mean you're popping like that. Yeah. yeah. It just means, like, okay, you got a blue check. And, like, because there's people I know with millions of followers that can't even sell out their basement. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Yikes. I'm not going to put you on the spot, but I am going to put you on the spot. <laughs> it's something I do to almost every artist who comes on the podcast. Okay. You just got to spit something, man. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. You did offer. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to do it. Oh, he, the, he offered? He did yes, offer. I offered. Oh, well, then you see, I'm not putting you on the spot. <laughs> you see? You're getting me you, ready. You came prepared. Yes, I did. All right. So just straight off the dome right here? Whatever. All right. Whatever your heart desires. All right. I'm going to get y'all something right now. Yo. Money is the root of all evil, and evil's just another name of what they call people from coins, paper, checks, to the credit cards. Even if you buy nothing, feel like you were getting charged. Mm. Don't need cable, because I got that fire stick hacking my neighbor's Wi-Fi. Yeah, you know the wire tricks. I got to sit back now and just save up before I start walking these trains now with a chain cup. Looking up, don't know why he put me in poverty. Want to get my money clean, but itching for a robbery. Mm. It really sucks on the daily now being sad and broke. I would say that it's funny, but I'm really bad at jokes. Better days will come, can't turn away and run. I overdrafted my sneakers, man, I couldn't pay the funds. This is my life now. It's really sad, but true. So do you really think I'm doing just as bad as you? Mm. Richard Picasso. Wish I had the sound effects. What's Funk's like? Oh, the bombs. Nah, I don't want that sound effect. That was dope, man. 
I want all the smoke. Call me Mr. Chimney. <laughs> oh my God, that was dope, man. Uh, yeah, anything we're missing? Uh, uh, missing? Nope, not right now. That's a that's a little. A little, little snippet. Little okay. snippet. Let the people know where they can find your music on IG, like your latest album that you have out actually <laughs> now. Let, just let people know where they can find you at, man. Of course. Um, you can follow me on all my social medias, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, at Richie Loves Yo-Yo, spelled R-I-C-H-I-E-L-U-V-S-Y-O-Y-O-S. Also, my YouTube channel is Richard Picasso, which is spelled P-I-G-K-A-S-O. I can't tell you how many times people got that wrong and they end up to the actual Picasso, the painter. But it's P-I-G-K-A-S-O. So definitely subscribe. It's really dope. Um, um, my current album is There Are Always Strings Attached. It, I dropped it back in March on my birthday. Uh-huh. So definitely cop that. It's available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Tidal, anywhere you want. Also be on the lookout for my third album, Loose's Thatcher Vibe. No release date yet, but definitely somewhere in 2019. And mm. definitely pop out to the NYC Grind Ultra Art Bass this Saturday. You know, doors open at 7. I go up at 9 p.m. And I oh. promise you, I won't disappoint. Here we go. We'll definitely be uh, in attendance Yes, Saturday. we will. Looking forward to, to the yo-yo. Yeah, you do I'm, your I'm best. I'm ready for it, man. And I'm don't ready. judge us. Yeah, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> okay. no we judgment free. Yeah. Okay. We're going to plan a fitness all right. this. We're going to plan a fitness this, all right? I'm, I'm ready to see it. Okay. Of course, of course, of course. But no, nah, man, thank you so much for coming through, coming on the podcast. Really appreciate you driving an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Bronx. I it mean, it's time people go home, you yeah, know. It's rush hour. So, I don't mind. I actually like long drives. Car oh, drives yeah? are awesome. Yeah, I love it. You better than me, bro. <laughs> I'm impatient as hell. I'll get in the car and I'll just be sitting there. I'm not even driving. I'll start complaining. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's all good, bro, brother. Yeah, but nah, for real. We appreciate you coming on the podcast. Of course. Really. Thank you so much, man. And y'all know where to find him. Richie Loves Yo-Yos. L-U-V-S. Richie Loves Yo-Yos. Find him everywhere. Make sure y'all check out his latest project. If y'all in Brooklyn or in, in Queens, anywhere. Actually, if you're in New York City in general, Saturday, come out. December 15th, 7 o'clock. What's the address again? 1001 Irving Avenue in Ridgewood. Exactly. Come out. He's going to be performing. It's a whole massive event. It's going to be a lot of people performing. Well, three three performances, but a lot of creative, some art shows. There's a lot going on. So if you're in the area, make sure you come. That's body painting. Yeah, it's a lot. Last I'm, time I was there, I was like, oh, God. I'm selling merch too. Shirts, pins, and yo-yos. Oh, you see? Yes. I got some merch, so. Please bring your Cash App account. You see? <laughs> you got to make sure you plug that. Yes. You got to make your money, man. You're damn right, man. <laughs> trying, yo, I'm trying to get out my mama's house now. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Thank you so much. As always, people, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please make sure you rate, share, subscribe. Check the YouTube page out. We got full-length uh, episodes up there. IGTV page, Cool Now Pod, everything. Hit us up on Gmail, all that stuff with suggestions, any questions, anything you want us to talk about on the podcast. Until next time, just cooling out. Stay cool. Cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.